War. Huh. Yeah. What is it good for? Absolutely everything, Bill. Absolutely everything. That was a rough start. When it comes to <laughs> wrestling on Wednesday nights, the Wednesday night war, war is everything. This is Rossi on Wrestling. I am Jason Rossi. You can find me on Twitter at Jason D. Rossi. And with me, as always, is my tag team partner in the podcast fair, at Billy D. Uh, 24-11. Wow, I don't know why I was going to go with 11-15. Tyler Dana Barros. What was 11-15 then? I don't know. I just... I think I tried to do 2411 on it, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Anyways, his name is Billy D. Billy Biceps. Billy War tonight. It was a very historic night, regardless of the result. I was excited. I was legitimately very excited by tonight, going into tonight, and I really wasn't too disappointed. Um, Initial thoughts. Uh, NXT, I thought start to finish was very good. The Candice LeRae match left a little something to be desired. Both women's matches, actually. Leo Shirai and Mia Yim didn't bring it. But everything else was spectacular. The way they started off the night with Adam Cole and Matt Riddle, uh, Matt Riddle that was amazing. They just were nonstop action. Yeah, so obviously... Total nonstop action. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, Impact still making their, uh, their, their claim their in impact. the wrestling sphere. Um, but I will say right now that... We're obviously recording this right immediately after. As Rossi would say, live. Li- well, we're, we're live to tape? Yeah. Live that's how tape. all podcasts are. No, some are live, live. True. Very true. But anyways, um, so we're recording this right after the conclusion of NXT, which ran over a few minutes. Uh, and right minutes, after. Seconds after. The very first AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite. The very first Wednesday Night War and obviously, we're going to unpack some things when it comes to WWE. We'll talk quickly about Hell in a Cell. We'll preview that because right now, Billy, you know how many matches are on that card? 11? Yeah, normally, yes. Right now, three. That is crazy. It, it's a wild week in wrestling. Uh, a lot of things to break down. But again, you gave your quick kind of overall thoughts in a, in a neat little package for, for um, oh, you know, NXT versus AEW. I will say this. AEW kind of staked their claim on this night. Said that, you know, when they debut on TV, it'll be Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. And everybody was saying, who's the other guy? Yeah. And Hindsight being twenty twenty, the Young Bucks killed it. And I know I didn't put them on my top tag teams list because they're not in the WWE. No, no, no. It's not that you didn't put them on. You disqualified them from even being a part of it. Yeah, they shouldn't be on it. But I it will say, I will say they should have started the night because that would have given you legitimate competition to go against NXT. NXT has the presentation game down it's nailed it's it's they have it they're gonna own it the whole time and i don't think there's anything that they can do in aew to really get it especially just the way they started it was a very big feel whereas nxt was intimate it made you feel closer to the action where aew was the classic wwe and they already have their audience you need to endear me to your product if you're aew and you really didn't do that to start Okay, a couple things on what you said. First off, I'm not going to say AEW won't get there, because I think they will get there. I think WWE has been a machine in, in the mass production of wrestling, whether you like their product or not. When it comes to the visual look and everything, like they own that. I will give you that to start. And this was NXT, which again, is only in front of the full sale audience, which is smart. I think AEW, just from the first television, I watched their pay-per-views, and pay-per-views are always just a different feel. This felt a little too big too soon. Uh, I felt like I was watching something that's like, you guys are maybe should slow it a little bit. I understand, like, good for you selling out. That probably looked like a seven to 9,000-seat arena. Next week, we'll both be there in person at the Aganis Arena in Boston, which is about, I think, about 
eight. They're probably selling about eight thousand tickets to that event, and I'm happy for them. Good for them. This is great. But it seems like too big, too soon. When especially when you're watching between the two, which we did tonight, we did not stick with one product probably more than a seven or eight minute. I was getting bunch. a little antsy when you stuck to the the main event for a long time with the uh, <laughs> AEW. Okay, because I wanted to see. But we went back to the Street Profits match right at the right moment. I think yes. match really picked up steam right there. But again, I'm just gonna stress the the feeling of that didn't draw me in. Whereas NXT and NXT is a different presentation than than Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, it's darker. It's closer. You're more. It's more wrestling. It's less storyline it's seeing the big band in a smaller in a smaller event it seemed every time besides that opening match every time we tuned into the first hour of aew it was a promo or or some sort of prepackaged thing yeah the credit well i'll give aew that i thought they did a good job with which they had to do was every time a wrestler was coming out jim ross tony shivani excalibur were giving you some sort of background on who this person is why we're seeing them why this match is kind of important and where we're going like that. That is something WWE is completely just like, ah, these are, these are our guys. Not NXT particular, but just the product itself. I like that. I like that we got a little bit of story with each match. Like, just the way they talked about the wrestlers. Like, they actually gave <laughs> What's that What's his story. name as a tabletop player? Oh, well, that was a little weird. <laughs> that uh, was great. Yeah. I love um, that. Uh, MJF fought, uh, I don't want to call him Johnny Curtis. Cutler. It wasn't Johnny. I, the, Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler. Oh my, and he was like, was hey, he's a tabletop gamer the coolest way you can say and, and there's plenty of people at my work who play D. they play it after work god bless them but it's just one of those things where i don't know if that's going to endear him to your wrestling audience there's, there's a good crossover but, of people who play D and like wrestling but i'm just saying like that's not the way to sell me this guy as a baby face yeah or as a guy going well, up against mjf and by the way it was a squash match so i don't think they really care <laughs> but Even i know still, what you're though it was bad yeah. and then he looked like the guy the, the referee in the last match just quickly had to get that what what the hell was that guy i was powder yeah, <laughs> he looked powder. like powder oh my god yeah but uh just quickly going back like you said i will give this wwe was the responder when it came to like so we knew it was gonna be cody versus sammy Guevara to start the night and it put him in a good position cody you know over people recognize this is kind of his thing it's great so you're gonna give a shine to somebody else nxt comes out puts a pre-show on the network a half hour before triple h is on there saying you're gonna see Cole versus uh, Riddle, which was announced earlier today. Championship match. Championship, NXT championship, championship. match. And you're going to get it with no commercials in the match. It basically is telling you there's no reason you to go to that other show. And they had, well, it, also they had the hockey advantage of the home ice where you get the last change. Because they the did. other people put out their lineup That's what, Yes, it's a perfect way to say it. So and they, tonight, they, by they by counted way, that. starts tonight. Yeah, well, whatever. Hockey people, I'll watch it when the playoffs are on, maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> I it, don't know. They had they they did what you know, the women crushed it two weeks ago when they went out there. I really enjoyed that match. But I think they picked the perfect match of two guys who hit hard, who start fast, who go hard, and they they over delivered. And there was a section in that match where we were both just blown away. It started with like the stomp on his bare foot and then it just escalated into like six or seven crazy moves in a row that you were just like that looked like it killed him that looked like it killed him that looked like it's all hard-hitting great stuff yeah it was we're talking cole and riddle here and yeah it was a and we rewound it like that's how impressive it was a 45 we, second clinic on how to blow somebody away in a match yeah and just back and forth back and forth super kick into a um 
uh, what did Riddle do to it? Basically, like a knee to the face, then the uh, like a suplex. It was just it was pandemonium. It was and then the best part about it was, it looked like Cole had the win, and Riddle did a kick out, but he didn't put his arm up. Just did the shoulder off the mat, like lo- like oh, just everything not just body. It was beautifully yeah, great selling, good match. Cole ends up getting the win clean, which is. It should be. Like you said, it wouldn't happen. It's the way it should be. If he's a strong heel that you want him to keep rolling, that's what we have to do. And hats off to Riddle. Great match. This guy's a stud. There's so much future for him. Then things get interesting. Well. But before we get there. Before we get there, one real quick thing. Again, I'm going to stress. If you open the night with the Young Bucks, they mm-hmm. had an equally impressive series during their match, which kind of got outshined by the fact that Ambrose showed up in the main event to take out what I think is their other biggest player, and Kenny Omega, bring him to the back, take him out of the match, and then you're not seeing the Young Bucks in the ring, which was which so Yeah, odd. that was just have the Young Bucks lead off the night and then have Omega fight Jericho anyways in a non-title match just to show, oh, these are the, the two big guys, and then you have the match interrupted, and you can still have the exact same thing play out at the end, but you get, you hook the audience in early with, hey, you've never seen the Young Bucks before because a lot of people haven't. This is what they can do, and they're amazing. Yeah, I still think that point got across, but I know what you mean. The, Took too I, long. I did like the the Moxley Omega brawl, but yeah, it did kind of take away from the match because the match was. So, if there was like a brawl going on there, or it was a, a, one of those moves that wiped everybody out, cool. But that's not what happened. It was just like Moxley showed up, Kenny Omega was about to do something crazy, and said they go on a brawl, which was was nicely done and ended with a uh, the DDT into that glass table, which was just nutty. And then we got to see, you know, the match kind of play itself out with the two-on-three. Then just madness ensued. And this can all kind of tie in. It's kind of like a Pulp Fiction. That's kind of how we watched this night. But the way that match ended was the um, LAX with Chris Jericho pinning the Young Bucks after the Judas Elbow or Judas Effect, whatever that name of that elbow is called. And then after the match, they're beating the crap out of the Young Bucks. In comes Cody Rhodes. It was like a hero's welcome. Then comes out Sammy Guevara. Dick Kick City. Out comes Dustin Rhodes. It's pandemonium. It's old school like wrestling, like a raw when not so cold. That's not crazy. But like just pandemonium in the ring. Then Jack Hager, Jack Swagger. We'll just go with that. Sammy thing. Hagar. Sammy Hagar comes out but and, ju- and just starts singing. That's the thing with me with this show. You had the two old announcers from WWE and WCW. Yep. And then you bring in Jack Swagger. Don't forget about Gold. my main man, uh, Excalibur. He was Don't fucking be... terrible. Oh, again. he was terrible. great. He has no charisma in his oh, voice. he's fantastic. He sounds like sad person to me. I like I don't him. like him at all. I dig him. Terrible. I don't know what anybody sees in him. Uh, but Cool mask, nice tie. Oh, Jesus Christ. A masked commentator. Who the fuck needs that? Character. Yeah, I see him all the time. I don't think I saw the commentators fucking once. No, they but, didn't, but I actually like But that. you had... A lot of old WWE guys. Goldust was one of your bigger guys to come out. Jack Swagger. As much as people like him and he was over, he was Jack Swagger in the WWE. He never really... I mean, he won the world title, but he was never really a big star. No, you're right. I'm not going to deny that, but I think he's reinvented himself now going to MML, not really being a wrestler anymore. Yeah, Bobby Lashley on top of the world. That's a whole different company. (laughs) Um, We'll get to talk a little bit about that. And uh, I would just... I like having him there. I think there's something that is the more guys that they can get and more guys that are recognizable and they can kind of reinvent. This is like when Christian went to Impact to me. I remember when Christian went to TN, I'm like, Christian was like a mid-card guy. Now he's the champion over there. And I'm watching, I'm like, hmm, this is getting over. Like, this is good. Same thing you want to talk Lashley. about a huge independent star that re-debuted tonight? Finn Balor in NXT. I know Coach Wesley, I don't know if Coach Wesley B likes us anymore because we didn't 
we weren't up on our NXT product a couple oh, times. Oh, one time we didn't know the Street Profits name. <laughs> no, I really I really had taken a pass on NXT and I was That's at fine. one point the biggest NXT fan. It's a there lot was. to watch. There's a lot to watch. Can't watch everything. You can't. You really you know what people we've heard the door podcast use that when it comes to like movies can't and TV. Watch everything. When it comes to wrestling, this week alone we've already swallowed I know technically it was two hours, but if you... Okay, even just leave it at two hours. Right five. now, two, we're at five hours, and there's a SmackDown that's big, bigger two than hours. a pay-per-view, which is also coming this week, and, and I'm going to say it all. Sunday, Hell in a Cell. So we at least have six more hours in us. Minimum. Minimum. But, but, back to Finn Balor. So Finn Balor, yes, which is one of the most I saw mixed things. reactions on Twitter. I love it. I all want... Right, first of all, screw Twitter. What the hell is there to be mixed about? I don't know. People are sad What's that the... he's not up... Oh, because he was doing such excellent things on that main no, roster really the last few years. So this is great for him. He's, again, I'm going to just stress it again. I'm so proud of him that he's embracing his receding hairline, just buzzing it. I wish I had the confidence, but again, I'm not a We're jacked g- professional athlete with millions of dollars. Millions? So, I don't know if he has millions. He well, he's has, a million. He has, yeah, yeah. he has millions of dollars. He or at does. least he, he's making He has the ability lot. for millions. He, yes. <laughs> so, looked like a superstar going after the title and then jumped to the end of the night. Tommaso Ciampa comes out. So you have this ridiculous three-way with three of the most interesting guys in NXT history going at the belt. you got to figure Velveteen Dream's going to get in there somewhere. I think that's the one thing we missed. Sorry. Yes. He had some sort of a promo. We were flipping back and forth so much. I don't think we caught it. I don't know what happened. I know it was there because I asked the boys from the Jabberknocker, take a drink. They talked about it. I think everybody kind of missed it, but I'm sure he's going to factor in in some big way. So we'll see. Yeah, I wonder where what that segment was about. But Adam Cole is a stud. Finn Balor, we we've seen what he can do in NXT. That's obviously where he was the best. That's where his gimmick was the biggest. That's where the demon was the biggest. Yeah, because the then, demon made more sense down there as well. Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, I loved him as a heel. I thought he was good. Some people think he's one of the better heels in the last like several years. And well, because he was WWE. straight heel. He was evil. straight heel heel. I liked him. It was a little bit too too much for me, but he was a great heel. His feud with Gargano, every time I thought, that's the thing with Gargano and Cole. Every time you think their match isn't going to be good because you've seen it a million times, they do it's stuff good. like they did tonight where they just hit this you know little window of incredible moves in a row and it just, get, just gets you excited. I see you're furiously looking for the Velveteen Dream thing here. Yeah, I'm just I don't looking think at you're gonna find NXT's it. tweets. Oh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were there tonight. They were? Yeah. Well, that was the other thing, too, about um, AEW. I didn't like the Kevin Smith clerks thing. Oh, my that God. That felt yeah. so Jay... out of place. It felt like a very uh, WCW move, bringing in superstars. And I got to say, is this the Velveteen Dream thing? So they right? showed, yeah, challenging Roderick Strong for the North American title. That's what he did. All right, so that. he's going back to the North American title. Which is good. Which is fine. Yeah, for it, now. Which it's whatever. But I really think he should be involved in the title picture soon. But that's showing that he's going to be down there for a long time, and I don't think he'll be any part of the draft. No, I, I don't think, even know if any NXT. I think right now this draft. draft, which we'll get to in a minute, I want to tell you a little bit about Finn Balor. I think the draft is completely just SmackDown Raw. I think that they've decided because it really looks to me like NXT UK, NXT, and Two Hundred Five Live are all kind of mixed in now with NXT being a two-hour show. And you know what? Good. Great. Good, and it gives you, and that's going to get eyes to go to your uh, WWE network as well. And it's so, not going to oversaturate the guys they have. Nope. And here's the thing. So you brought up Finn Balor. I don't know who anybody with the mix. I get it to a degree because listen, oh my god, it could Rod have been the two down. people that I saw in a row. It's fine. That's all it takes. Out of that's all mixed. Of Twitter. That's mixed. Um, 
I will say this. It is a great move. I actually got goosebumps. You were going to the bathroom. I was like a little kid. I go, oh, Bill! Yeah, yeah. Bill! You gotta see this! And when we, I watch YouTube TV because I cut the cord. So it's like probably like a 10-second delay. Yeah. Um, which the only reason that can ever really be bad is if you're watching sports. I just have to flip over my phone if it's like coming down to the end of something. But uh, Finn Balor coming out was awesome. It got in Adam Cole's face. Nothing really happened. Adam Cole backed down, walks away. Like you said, fast forward to the end. Adam Cole comes out. All the boys from Undisputed Era are celebrating. Johnny Gar... I mean, Tommaso Ciampa comes out. So right now, the most important title in the world... Well, I guess I'd still say the WWE Championship because Brock's, like, going after it. But the NXT Championship seems huge. super important right now. Huge. Absolutely It hasn't huge. felt this important since Kevin Owens was the NXT Champion when he was feuding with Sami Zayn. He was feuding with Samoa Joe. The night Joe. he power-bombed... Uh, Sami Zayn after he turned heel the night he debuted basically yeah, that, that's when I think Sami Zayn won the title I think that was the height I mean, was that the height of NXT for me it was up there for it It was for ri- me without a doubt because that's still one of the better championship matches like they've ever done was when it was Neville and Sami Zayn oh and yeah then, that, that whole little area was I think that's a rival no I can't remember which one it was I can't think off the top of my head but Kevin Owens debuted when, that's night. when you had the, the four horsewomen down there yes, too so it, it was, was really I think the peak of NXT, and I remember I think you said going into this WrestleMania, you were a little worried about what the NXT card was going to be, and you might check out the AEW show or whatever was down. Yes, there that, that was night. my goal. They have already rebounded to a point where they're great again. Yeah, NXT is right there. It's right there. It's 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 very interesting because you have like guys like Damian Priest who you saw tonight. If that's the first time you see him, I think he used to be like Hardcore Hernandez. I can't remember the name. Uh, I love have- that Pete Dunn. Pete Dunne is now like officially in there. You have obviously Gargano kind of in this more like kind of like up like kind of where like Daniel Bryan was a Mid-card few months baby ago. Face. And it's good because you he can give other guys a rub now, win or lose. You have got you have obviously your tag team divisions kind of bolstering the women's division. Still, I think leaves a lot to be desired. We're getting there. We'll see. Um, I think it'll they be have nice good to- talent, but I just feel like they never put it together in a match. I've seen Miriam have good matches. I've seen Io Shirai have good matches. I've seen Shayna Baszler have great matches i've seen candace ray have great matches but i've not it, every every well, she, good matches good matches but it doesn't seem like they can put it together they did they did in the debut the mm-hmm. the usa one two weeks ago yes yes and that was the best i've seen bianca belair look too yes I, I agree with you it's 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 just fascinating i think it's 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 why i know it's no longer developmental brand and triple h came out and said that there was a conference call i said again tonight in the pre-show don't call it developmental it's not fine it's just but it's also not the most polished workers. And that's okay. Sometimes I like that. A little raw. I mean, WWE doesn't have the most polished workers. No, I sure time. don't. But it, there's just a different look, especially in their women's division. But I think going back, kind of recapping this night for us when it came just to AEW Fun. versus, versus <laughs> uh, NXT. It was. So we watched majority of Cole versus Riddle. We saw some of the Cody versus Guevara match. I don't know if I'm going to say his name right. Then you had the Jericho run-in. We watched that. The attack, yeah, the yeah. beatdown. Then on NXT, their second... I don't remember what their second thing was. Oh, it was the Io Shirai versus uh, Dakota Kai, or whatever her name is there. Miriam. Miriam, her too. Um, and that match... That was fine. fine. And we saw... We kind of saw a little bit of that. We flat, went back Clunky. and forth. Because that's also when you had the uh, tabletop gamer versus MJF. MJF's uh, promo was great. Yes. No, he's, he's very good. And I like that crowd because they booed him even though it was a boo. It was like a chair within a boo. Like, yeah. It's like you were saying we about Baron do. Corbin. People that like him. Like if I see Baron Corbin in person, I'm going to boo him because I know that's what he needs. Mm-hmm. And that's the respect I'm going to give him. I'm going to boo him when I should boo him. Exactly. It's like when Loomer Loney used to get up to bat, you looed him. 
Well, that's different because that was a sign of respect. But that's my point. It's like yeah, yeah. booing. Baron I was saying Corbin boo Earns. Boo Earns. Or, yeah, yeah. I was saying boo Earns. <laughs> Simpsons. Great. One of the uh, greatest things I've ever. It was at your bachelor party. We were driving through like some area and like the Wi Fi thing popped. No, no, the Wi Fi oh. thing popped up and it said, Were they saying boo Earns was one oh, of them? That was the and name. The of the... Under, and then the one underneath it was, I was saying boo Earns. That is Wi-Fi. fantastic. Did you screenshot that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh my God. That's amazing. You got to tweet that if you have it. So. I'll see if I can find it. Um. So it would have been uh, August seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. All right. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, so very good, fun night. A lot back and forth. I'm given obviously. I we I was started with AEW because it was history. Watching Jr. Tony Schiavone, Excalibur. Literally the show. history right there. Tony Schiavone and fucking Jr. Fossils. No respect for JR. I uh, love him. I, I, I just think he could have went in a different direction. And I was on board with the JR thing, but he sounded old tonight and he had a couple things that were not good. Well, it's going to happen. There's bumps in the road. Yeah. So, but I overall felt, I think NXT brought it more than AEW. I think AEW is fun. I think there was a lot, there's a lot to go. I'm going to continue to watch it. There's no disrespect. Like I said, I tweeted earlier, I'm a wrestling fan. I don't care who, there's no winning and losing. I win. We win. You win is less, the listener. You win, Bill. I win because there's great wrestling. I scream. And you scream. We all scream for ice cream. We all scream for wrestling because it was a great night. This, this It was is, a lot of fun. If I could have more nights like this, I'm going to be a happy person. Less nights of like going back two years when I convinced myself Raw, like three hours of Raw was, oh, that wasn't too bad. Like those are, there's some rough times in wrestling. I think right now. That's the thing I always hated. It was when you would say to people, you watch wrestling and it's like, yeah, is it good? <sighs> it's okay. For me, I always say it's the best. You're missing it. Yeah. I always say that to people. Whenever it's like, you still watch wrestling? I'm like, yeah, you're missing out, man. It's awesome. They're but like, this was my it? point when we first started this podcast. It's like, if you say to, say to somebody, I watched a movie, it was three hours, it was terrible. You watched a three-hour movie? You sat through that? It's like, I do that every Monday, man. That's true. And now I'm doing it on Tuesdays for, well, yeah, we, get, Tuesday, we get a break on Tuesday now. Hours, yeah. It Which was, was nice. It was nice. But I felt it was weird. <laughs> it was, it is good, but it felt weird. Like, I was like... I put out a tweet saying how much like time we were going to be spending watching wrestling this week, and I was just automatically Tuesday SmackDown. And I'm yeah. like, oh shit, not Tuesday. Not Tuesday. It's actually Friday now. Because Which, October snuck up on me. October sure did. October came creeping up and is here now. Uh, also, you can follow along. Uh, we're going to figure out, me and my wife are going to continue our 31 horror movies in 31 nights. Oh, nice. And we're going to cram them, because some nights, like tonight, we you ain't watching do a, a movie you tonight. You have to do a triple night. Oh, we've done, we've, we, back in the day, we used to do some triple nights, Bill. Back when I was a younger man, yeah. <laughs> had, a, had the will of a champion. But now, uh, yeah, we'll be watching those. So it's my October's going to be screwed. But it's all good. It's like fun. Wrestling, it's, I would say this. If you are listening to us, which we appreciate. By the way, we didn't even get into all the places we are. By the way, you found out we're on Spotify? Yeah, we're on Spotify. No idea. I, I applied to that like months ago and never got an email. Because I saw that Mac and Goose said they were on. So I was like, oh, let's see if they, we're on I think there. they asked, are we on it? Yeah. And then they said yes. And then you replied with, yeah, we are too. Yeah. Like, and then I looked. I'm like, oh. We're on so Spotify, baby. Put that all of the episodes, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the that's catalog. the only one I've ever seen that goes all the way back. Yeah, I was shocked. So we, uh, so if you ever want to hear what this uh, podcast, how if you think this is good, you should listen back. Um, but yeah, so a lot of uh, you, you know, good nights to come with wrestling. Again, we will be at AEW one AEW. week from two. We're going to be there in Boston. Very excited for that. We'll see how that works out. Obviously, next week, I'm not going to be able to judge. We'll watch NXT after. But I think tonight, NXT really brought it it was takeover status i think AEW has a long road to hoe and you said it last week and i kind of was confused by your phrasing that wwe made the smart play by putting nxt there by just showing them you're not on our main level and it's so true you're not even on their second level you mm. are below 
I think, well below NXT in almost every conceivable fashion. No, not the in-ring. Not the in-ring. I don't know, man. Maybe tonight you could feel that way if that's how you feel. But those are some world-class stars that we're going to see there. I yes, think... a lot. Like the the tippy top of AEW, some of them are obviously. I'd say Cole Young Bucks are better than almost everybody. Omega, Cole, you meant? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Omega and Young Bucks are are tippy top. Yeah, right up right there up with there everybody. With, yes, probably better than almost everybody in all of like in, they're the top people in wrestling. I'm not going to say the the best, yeah, but they're yeah, up there the, with the AJ Styles, the Adam Coles, yeah, Daniel um, Bryles. But everything else, I think the mid card of NXT, from what I saw tonight, blows. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what is it? We were talking on the Jabberknocker page about uh, every time I see Adam Hammack page, he disappoints. No, I've see, I never been impressed. I thought him versus Pac was a no, good match. No, I thought it was bad. I thought it was clunky. It was clunky. Pac, Pac that, got that pissed Pac... at like three or four or five moves that he like kind of fucked up. Yeah, I will give you that. But because I, the because. Comparatively, the Pete Dunn match. Yes, everything in that match was cr- so smooth. Yeah, him versus Danny Burch was. was we saw like half of it, and it just felt like we watched like yeah. an hour of just. Per- there is a lot there, and I agree. And this is first time, so I'm giving. I will give them full credit for this. This is the first time for a company that's never been a production company doing it. So I'll give them that. I would like to see them maybe tone down the lights. I think it was way too bright in the arena. Uh, I would definitely work on your music. We got to figure that out. And you have presentation. Time. Yeah, presentation everything. Bit. Um, so I'm excited. Obviously, again, we'll be there next week. We'll see maybe some of the adjustments they make. We're going to get part of that tag team tournament to uh, determine the uh, first AEW tag team champion. We also got the very first women's tag, uh, women's AEW champion in Riho who beat Nyla Rose, which was an interesting match. Interesting is a great word for it because it was a little clunky and like, that belt is terrible. See, I don't find it terrible. It's just it's tiny. tiny. It is, but it reminds me of like '80s, like when I used to watch like Ric Flair. Ric Flair didn't always wear belts because some of them, like out of his 16 quote unquote world champions, some of them were really small. He like, could hold them in his hands. But uh, actually, I have a replica WWE Winged Eagle. It kind of looks like this. That looked about the size of the belt. <laughs> it was is... a little bit bigger. It, it can fit. Will it fit up my arm? I don't know. It's not gonna go all the way up. No, I won't even get halfway up my wrist. No. And that's like that was the size of the woman's belt. Yeah. So basically, it's like a John Cena headband. Yeah. That he wears around his biceps. Yeah, it, it was tight. We should, we should squeeze this around your biceps next next week. We'll take pictures. You have to get an extension strap for that thing. Yeah, watch out. I got one more. I got, oh, no. No, that's as dick as it gets. Yeah, we might. Uh, anyways, so that was really cool. So we got some history tonight as well. Like, as much like you're never going to see the first ever women's champion there again. Woo. So, hey, I'm taking all the hits we can get. So, all right. Let's jump into what, another big story and everything that's kind of like happening. Rousseau when it comes to re- wrestling. One over 150. 1.5 million people on YouTube in 18 hours watched Lana and uh, and Bet Lashley making out into The Fiend attacking Seth Rollins. It is one of the more popular videos in a short amount of time since the debut of the Firefly Funhouse. Common denominator with this? Bray Wyatt. We'll get to him. But for the past few weeks, so Rusev came back as Maria Kanellis's baby daddy. That was like the joking storyline at the moment. She He comes threw out. That, threw that right away this week. Well, they at least they acknowledged it, but yes, they did throw it out. So they, you know, he comes out there. I think he beat, oh, obviously Mike Canales. Then he's this week. He comes out. He's involved like four times during the night. I thought raw for stuff. Let's talk about the I new staging. I like the new staging. They, I, I, I like I liked what they did. I like the presentation. I like the the pyro it was great. pyro was back. Becky Lynch. I love how she said I got my steam back. It was a great line by the her. Champ's and, got her steam back. 
and it just looked awesome again. Her entrance used to be one of my favorites in wrestling. This is before she it became was like the great. man. It was the steampunk look when it, she looked like the futuristic awesome. train driver. And there's a great, I don't know if it's on YouTube now, you can probably find it on Twitter, when she, it was her entrance to Edge's music. It's it's just like that on entrance. Day, that entrance is, I see clearly. is so good. So I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see the one person I'm disappointed didn't have either AJ Styles yes <laughs> you like took the words yeah. out of my mouth AJ, he has a part where the music goes shh they don't want now. how is there not a like something yeah, maybe just they do something they didn't, they didn't have it for maybe, they just maybe said AJ you're maybe too good we don't need it. Yeah, yeah next week sorry we can't afford it we need to give the Miz some sparkle so do you want to do your rant on Lana yes now but okay. do you want do you have something you have to no, say no no we'll, we'll touch Brock Lesnar after that then oh we're gonna touch Brock Lesnar yeah. oh we're gonna touch Brock Lesnar here's my thing and I wanna know where you go so this Rusev Lana thing, it just shows there's such an appetite for like drama when it comes to your wrestling. And I'm all about it. I didn't hate this thing. I just found it weird. Um, my hope, and I got I was texting with somebody, and I found Lance Storm got advice from Macho Man. He said, Don't bring your wife into wrestling. And Lance Storm said, Why? He goes, Cause I used to have one. You know why he doesn't have a wife anymore at that time? Because she was in the wrestling... Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think he died first. Did he? Yes. No, she died first. She died while WCW was on air, I think. No. Yeah, I'm Lex pretty Luger sure. killed her. Lex Luger, well, no, that is... We are getting Le- out of he, he didn't have that. I take that back. Lex Luger was there the night she died. She overdosed, I believe. Macho, I'm pretty sure uh, we're gonna Macho Man dates. outlived her by like seven years. Because I think Miss Elizabeth died in like You might be right, 2000s. actually. Macho died, Man died in 2011. I yeah, think you're right. I think Miss Elizabeth probably died in like 2001. Oh, she died while WCW was on the air, I believe. I could be wrong. See. Well, of course he could. I've been be. wrong before. What? A couple of times. 2003. Uh, 2003. Yeah, that's not bad. But 42. Well, that is sad. She yeah. was one of my favorite women ever. Yep. She's your her. forever and then now forever. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, so that was the advice that Lance Storm was given by Macho Man. And Rusev and Lana went from being, like, the power... Uh, power combo, quote-unquote. But, like, what a duo. What a dynamic. Like, the big, strong, bulky, scary man. And Rusev the, Day and Lana is the best. Lana well, number no, one. Yeah, that, that was later. But I think when he first came, it was, like, sexy, crazy, like, attractive woman. Scary, scary man. Both from different countries. Terrifying. Now, all of a sudden, who cares where they're from? She speaks English. Uh, English. They've been she, around for a long time now, Yes, too, it's like, WrestleMania what, 31 was the tank. So he started, he debuted in the Royal Rumble the year prior. But he was in NXT. He was, when I first started watching NXT, he was an already established guy. He was, no, NXT, yes, yes. Because technically, I think he started Probably like the month OBW. before. Was it WrestleMania 29? He debuted in the Royal Rumble. I remember that, yeah. I think I can't remember if that was the... Because that was probably when I was out of wrestling. I think that was either 13 or 14. But anyways, so Rusev is fighting Seth Rollins, which Seth Rollins was all over Raw, which I actually personally like for one reason. That's how you book your champion. Have him intertwine in storylines. Let him do some different things. They were pumping in the crowd noise on him because he was actually getting (laughs) babyface cheers. Although it was in Arizona, I think. Yes. So that's a baby He's where he won. He also, that's where he won the Royal Rumble. uh, That's a babyface town, too. It is, and it's not like your most... Oh, everybody knows those Arizona crowds. So, um, <laughs> the thing is, he so it's Rusev versus Finn, uh, Seth Rollins for the championship because we got robbed of a Rey Mysterio-Seth Rollins match. Which we'll get to that. He won a match. It was advertised all week. I actually got to the point where I'm like, I want to see this match because I want Seth Rollins to win, look strong heading into the pay-per-view. This should be good. We don't get any of that. We'll talk about it. But you have Rusev versus Seth Rollins. It gets interrupted by 
Bobby Lashley because before the break in the in the match it was a limo oh, that pulled limo out. shot and we never saw anybody come out of the limo suspense they're building suspense I'm still waiting because we don't have confirmation if it was, it was him but I'm guessing it was the two of them so he comes out then comes out Lana with a groovy little tune love her theme dun, um, dun. oh it's so good you actually sound like more like No Way Jose's beginning dun dun I, was, I think dun, I was dun, doing dun, Lacey Evans in it really dun 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 they're all good that's another one uh, anyway so so she comes out. They're kind of like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Lashley kind of grabs her. She does a spin, gives her a little smoocherelle, right Just on the a little lips, a little one to start. Quick, I was like, "Oh!" And I loved what's his name. I don't know the other commentator's name yet. The one. I'm oh, sorry. Vic and King and the other guy. Honestly, I don't know his <laughs> name enough. Like, I want to call him Donnie Big Madden. Dude. Handsome. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Marry him. So he he goes, oh! Like he made it over the top, but it was so like correct the way he did it. It's like, that's what you how you would react. Yeah, that so was the best going, thing he did all night. So then Lashley goes, okay, smiling. Rusev's looking all disappointed. And then all of a sudden they go back to making out, and it was intense. This yeah, they is were like, playing tonsil hockey. Yeah, this is like on the dance floor. Music's down. playing. The hormones are going through the roof. Everybody's going wild. Her leg goes up. This guy's... Bazonk, his little bazooka well, must have been well, full tilt. Well, Keith tweeted out. I'm assuming it was Keith from the Dork account. Yeah, most of the time. It's him. Yeah, I think like uh, 99. Yeah, that you know, are, are we going to get a follow up with this action on the WWE Network? And then the fact that he was probably hiding his, uh, his man bazooka. cannon, his bazooka, behind Lana's leg, and that's exactly what I was thinking. I, but the main thing I take away from that is it's got Keith's interest, who is a casual viewer. Yes. So I don't like this cuckolding type storylines no i'm not a big fan of the <laughs> no. of like messing with people's wives on I'm, I'm really not i don't no. like it no it's really but fun actually it, at least it's bringing in people it's it's i think it's having the desired effect and to see bobby lashley making out with lana with rusev there it was kind of like a crazy image it made me uncomfortable i'll be honest and my wife din was watching with me and she's like i don't like this like no, that like is literally they're married yeah it That's was like a married couple. it was it was just very like and everybody loves if you watch Total Divas, you know Lana and Rusev are just great pair. They, they're not as good as Miz and Mrs. in the chemistry department because that awesome <laughs> name, uh, Maurice. Maurice, they're like a, a hundred and ten on a scale of like a hundred. Yes, but they're like a ninety-nine. They're yeah. they're fair. They're dynamite together, and I was just like Wednesday night dynamite. Yeah, I was just like, really, I like them together. Like even in a storyline, I don't want to see. It kind of broke my heart and when Rusev I saw. Rusev doesn't need that. He, he was getting the babyface pop as it was. Yeah, I'll be He's honest. He's totally over. He him with Lana is way better than him without her. But I just think it's like it's such bizarreness. We'll see where it goes. So where I want this to go is I want this to be the biggest heel turn in a long time. I think this could set up Bobby Lashley, even though I think he's actually played a good heel. I want him to become the babyface out of this. No, I want this to be a major setup because I think Rusev and Lana together as heels would be money. And hateable, and them to no. They're never going to be hateable. Over. They're never going to be hateable. well hateable enough, like hateable and storyline wise. Like I want them to, to string along and them to just destroy Bobby Lashley. See, I think I think Rusev, but has... she gets pregnant no. and has a mulatto Oreo cookie. That baby. is super offensive, by the way, because my really? niece and nephew are mixed. Is the correct term? So what is that term mulatto? Is that just like a made-up term? It's a cookie, and it's offensive if you say it. In oh, a, that's what that means, the cookie? That's no, 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 that's mulatto. That's what I was going to say. So but what is mulatto, as told to me by my niece and nephew, is supremely offensive. What does it mean? I don't know, but mixed is the correct term. So they have a mixed baby. So is that, so is it offensive? I, I think we should just, you know. 
Move Stop. on? Yeah. <laughs> I want to get deep into it. No, the best... Gonna we're it. not even addressing the best part of this whole thing. Which when was... When The Fiend came out? No, that was great, too. Yeah. The best part was... What's his name and what's his name? Laughing. Oh, Randy Orton, <laughs> Randy Orton and Baron Corbin, but just chuckling on the side. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just perfect heels. I actually love them together. If that yeah. if that's a little no, it's great. No, I see. I I just hope that if they it's keep just the like a thing where thing with I like the revival and bring Marvel them all one. together. The, yeah. the 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 tightly cropped hair. No, because I <laughs> I don't want. I like Barrett Corbin being king is his own thing. Like let him stay on his own. Yeah, but but if he teams up with those guys from there, like, like you know what? The revival's probably going to be the other part of that team. I, I you know what? I don't want to even address that. I I don't want to acknowledge anything with Hulk Hogan in it. We shouldn't talk about anything with Crown Jewel yet either, yeah, aside from the fact that that's probably what this Brock Lesnar, Ray Mysterio thing is leading to. Okay, so do you want to go to Hell in a Cell? No, let's go to this. We'll end with Hell in a Cell. Go to what? You told me you wanted to talk about Brock Lesnar and Ray, and Ray Mysterio. Okay, we can. I was going to mix that into the Hell in the Cell. All right, we'll segue. We'll go there and segue into uh, the three match cards. I, I had a clean segue and I fucked it up. But uh, so <laughs> I thought the opening of Raw. We practice people. Yes, the opening of Raw was. Uh, I don't know how to say it perfectly. It was theatrical dynamite. Ooh, it, dynamite? It was, You're really using it. It was phenomenal. Wait, let's get back to that cookie conversation. So Mix is the... No. Yeah. No, it was theatrical dynamite. It was great. Like the the interruption with Brock Lesnar. I didn't like how they kept overselling this as a message to Kofi Kingston. It was fine. But the way that Brock Lesnar completely annihilated the Mysterio family <laughs> was fantastic. Fantastic. I was waiting for him to undig Eddie Guerrero's grave and just start The only him thing that was missing was a heel commentator going, well, the kid kind of deserved it. He was standing up to him. I know I know, he sat down, but he had it coming. What's he doing at ringside? But the noise that Mysterio's kid made when he cracked off the friggin' ring post was phenomenal. He was just dominating it. It like it happened the perfect amount of times. It, it really sold me on this guy is back. He cares. I loved it. So two things commentary-wise that I found interesting. One, Rey Mysterio comes out and they go, we're kicking off the show with a championship match. They said that. And he was in jeans. And he was in jeans. I was like, no, they're not. And if you're going to do Pyro, you're going to bring it back. And if Rey Mysterio is going to fight, oh, come you got to bring the fucking ground. So hopefully, I'm so mad. Hope, well, but since it wasn't the match, I said, I think we're no, going to get it later. I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think so either. Yeah. But that was fine. Because even when he would come out for a promo before, he would still do that. No, but now they redid the sets. We got Pyro back. Yeah. Hopefully. So I saw that and I was like, okay, they're like, hey, they're kicking off with the championship match. I'm like, that's actually a smart move. Interesting. Let's see how it goes. Then he's in jeans and he's walking like he's not What happened was better. No, it absolutely was. Then. They destroy and all that stuff. They kept calling Dominic a teenager. They like were drilling home he's a teenager. Is he? He's not a teenager. He's in his twenties. He's in his early twenties. But it's like, dude, like, and I have a feeling he's becoming a wrestler. Obviously, like, oh, 100%. You know, he, he sold like there's Dolph no Ziggler, way so. in the hell you take all those bumps if you're not a wrestler. No, and I think my guess is that whole situation we're gonna get Crown Jewel. Mysterio, Lesnar. We'll awesome. see. A lot of people are teasing this. Kane Velasquez Brock, Brock versus Brock Lesnar is gonna come out out of this i don't think wwe needs to go there if they do cool if it's a one-off thing fine but um one thing i found very interesting with this is it shows the how important brock lesnar is to this company he has lost what his last three matches and i know he beat seth rollins for with money in the bank but he has like lost matches recently to seth rollins and it shows it doesn't matter doesn't when it comes matter. to brock lesnar Guys he comes stud. in and just picks up steam he gets all of it like he looks like a destroying force right now and him the conqueror. Kofi, he is. He's even though the Beast Slayer has slayed him, he looks like he is that guy. He is scary. And if you're Kofi Kingston, 
I keep forgetting this isn't in Hell in a Cell, so let's just do this. Well, because quickly it's with the SmackDown, yeah. though. Yeah. So we got SmackDown, Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, championship match. Probably going to main event it. It's a star-studded event. There's crazy matches. Every legend, I think, under the sun will be there. Flag in the ground. Kofi Kingston has to win this match. Or at least keep the title. Don't think it's going to happen. He has to. You're saying, like, the standard refrain is Brock Lesnar wins. You get the standard coverage. If you have Kofi Kingston somehow hang on to this title, even if it's in a roll-up. I know people hate the roll-ups. I'm a huge I don't think fan he's of the roll-ups. Him. If anything, it'll be a disqualification. I would love to see something. I like what you something. said earlier. You said that it could be one of those. He ones holds where, him in a submission yeah, so long. He beats Kingston, that they but give never him lets the go. Belt back. I think that makes your champion look a little weak on in hindsight. Yeah. I, just find some way to keep the title on him because you're you're, and then you can say you know at the end of it, Brock Lesnar demanding a rematch at you know Hell in a Cell. Then you get people to tune into Hell in a Cell tweets and whatever. But, you can really establish Kofi as a mega baby face. He's a true baby face. He's he one is. of the few in the entire freaking world. Basically. Up until recently, in too, professional he's had, wrestling. He's, that's a legit baby face. Yeah. And up until recently, he's had one of the better title runs we've seen in a while. It's been good. He's been defend. It just seems like they've lost a little. He's had bit the of best the baby face run in a very long time. Yeah, you know, he, like I really like the way we came out of WrestleMania with him and Rollins as champion defending both of them like almost every night on their perspective shows it was great now it's kind of slowed down they've kind of gotten a little bit muddied to what wwe does but i think this is an opportunity for them to either reestablish kofi in a way even just have him in the ring win or lose or draw i think it's really good for him but because yeah, it's the first night on fox like the biggest night and wwe's honestly in their history it really is like now obviously looking back wrestlemania looking back usa in the first raw but like fox tv is one of the is in every single home it's the first time they've been in every single home since you know a saturday night's main event on NBC. i still don't know what channel it is but I'll fox think, yeah i, I, I think for you it's 808 no is it oh it's actual fox it's not fox fox sports this is fox oh they're on fox fox really yes oh, all right like, Fox, where have you been? A million-dollar deal. They're not selling a bi- I'm sorry, billion-dollar deal. I know, but I just figured they'd bump them in the other channel. No, that's just going to be WWE Backstage, which will be on Tuesday nights, which allegedly CM Punk's going to be a part of. We'll get to that when it happens. So, I'm really right. interested in this. This is going to be exciting. Either way, it's good for Kofi Kingston. I think, hopefully, this is great for WWE. I think they're going to put on a massive show on Friday night. All right, now here is... I hate when people say, this is a nice segue, because it's not. You just segue cleanly. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm well, this is what you're doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, that's what I do. Yes. Um, but Bray Wyatt on Friday Night SmackDown should also come after The Rock and leave him laying in the ring. I remember we talked about this with that Stone Cold a few weeks ago. That will also send a huge message to watch this fucking guy on Sunday night. And just watch the product. You watch never the product. Know. That Who will go this? everywhere. Because if it's this The Rock. This crazy motherfucker yeah. coming out and sticking his fingers down The Rock's throat and making him fucking gag and choke on live TV, that's money. It's... It's that's very, money it is and it, it's it's more interesting and I think more believable this time I don't think they'll do it shout out to Nestle should. by the way that was his hope and I'm 100% behind it 100% totally agree I have to do it I just did I think zero chance I, I don't like that I think zero chance but I think there's zero chance I don't think Rock's you agree though I think it should happen I didn't agree with you when you thought it should happen with Stone Cold because I think that Raw reunion was something different um, it sh- don't get me wrong because they did it to Mick Foley that was that the night oh they did it to Jerry the King Law that yeah. night or Mick Foley, whichever. He's done it. He's been crushing people. I have a feeling we, there's no Fiend on Friday. I think we saw because he attacked Rollins. It's leading to the match. Should it happen? Yes. I Will think it you happen? have to have the Fiend on Friday. That's I like don't think it's going to happen. Biggest thing. I, I agree, but I just don't feel like they're going to put him on because I think there's all these rumors where they're splitting the brands. 
well, officially, and you're going to probably have the Fiend on Raw, and I don't even think Fox gets the moment. I think you're getting casual fans right now. Oh, casual I Casual fans are into People at my work have referenced it because they know I like wrestling. Um, you got Keith mentioning it. I've seen people on Twitter. You said your brother-in-law... Yeah, who never literally texted me today, you're watching AEW tonight, who literally haven't talked about wrestling ever in our relationship. You're getting some people to peak interest. The Rock is the ultimate peak in interest. Oh, yeah. He is the most, he's got millions of followers on every social platform there are. He's the biggest movie star in the world. Legitimately, the number one box office guy. If you are able to get your guy who you're pushing to the moon in the same ring and have him go over... This is why you come to wrestling. This is why you come back to wrestling as a legend is to put guys over like this. Or give them a rub. Like, give them, like, he did for Rusev and Lana. If you go back, like, it was weird. But, like, he, like, yeah, had a signal with them. Yeah, yeah, hit him. And it was like, oh, who are these people? That gives me, like, and that was all over Twitter. That's all the stuff. That's the thing. You're right. I don't, I can't say you're wrong. I can't say anybody who thought of it or thinks it is wrong. I just personally don't see it happening. So you're being I will, negative, Rossi. No, I'm not being negative. I just don't believe <laughs> that this is what they would. The Rock is going to be brought back. I don't think Vince would do that. If The Rock is smart, he would say, "How can I help?" Yes, but I don't think that's what's what's happening. Yeah. I think he's like, "Let me. I'm doing you a favor by coming. I got gotcha. you. Like, get me the hell out of here." All right, we got, we got a lot to go here. What's on the no. rest of this card? All right, so big card here. So we're gonna start off with the first match that was announced, I believe, for the show: Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan <laughs> oh versus God. Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. On paper, <laughs> this match sounds, is gonna tear the house down. Sounds kind of cool. And that's not corny either. No, I meant I meant that. Well, every match on this card should tear the house down, and we'll get to why. But this match is one of those matches that is like could steal I, the show. If you, if Seriously? you, it could. I'm just laughing because of how ridiculous this card is. You go back, and I used to watch like watch like it's not a card. It's know, like a note. A, a cold day in hell, like that in your house. And there's like a random match in there. Let's just say like Bradshaw versus uh, D'Lo Brown or Savio Vega. And you watch like, that was pretty good. But you didn't remember that match happening. This is going to be that match. I'm, I don't I'm, think so though. It, I don't think we'll ever remember this match happening and I think it's going to be very good. Daniel Bryan's in a match. It's going to be good. Roman Reigns in a match. It's going to be, be good. Luke Harper, who's probably one of the better workers that like gets no credit. It's going to be a good match. Eric, Eric Rowan is getting, getting, better. Same, uh, getting better. No, he's always been good. He's, no, he hasn't. Yes, he has. I, go, go back. back and you watch. You don't tell me to go back. Go back and watch the Usos. Two out of three falls Usos. match with these guys. Yeah, of course, with the Usos, you're going to be able to get there. I think Eric Rowan no, has been a go, fine work. No, he's always been good. He's always been better than good. He really has. He, he's never looked bad in the ring. He's. A, I never say he looked bad, but I don't think he's been as out of the three workers in this ring. He's. I mean, out of the four, he's number four. But not, by, not by much. Uh, okay, whatever. Fair. Either way, this match is going to be interesting. The problem is the storyline has sucked. We're getting Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's had a, peaks and valleys. It's had a lot more valleys than peaks, and I, you know, I try to keep a it positive. High peaks though. Yeah, well, Buddy Murphy. Like, awfully buddy, negative. Buddy Murphy awfully in here. negative. Well, I'm, I'm negative because this storyline's ridiculous, and it hasn't really panned into anything. They never, there's never been a next level reveal. And I'll give you this, Daniel Bryan. Remember Fat Rowan? <laughs> like, what happened there? Nothing. What happened to that guy? Nothing. Well, he should come out on Sunday. <laughs> no, he and kill With them. Buddy Murphy. Well, I did see one thing that could be really funny if there is Cain Velasquez is like coming to WWE in the hell. Imagine if it's like Kofi versus Brock. Let's say that's every match. be Cain Velasquez. Yeah, that's honestly <laughs> they need to do that. But anyways, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan versus Ru- uh, Rowan and Harper. Who you got here? Uh, I'm gonna take the Bludgeon Brothers. They're not calling them that. I know that, but I'm taking them. All right, I'm gonna take the two members of the Wyatt family. 
right, I, I think they need this win. I don't care how they get it. I think actually pinning Roman Reigns would be more compelling because mm-hmm. I think Roman Reigns taking pins always is kind of interesting to me. Uh, next up uh, in this deep card, we're going to go to Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks Raw Women's Championship inside Hell in a Cell. Second time uh, Hell in a Cell match for women. Actually, is it the second? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Becky Lynch... Um, Defending our championship. Sasha Banks was in that other one. We were there in person. We'll talk about it after. It was great, but we'll talk about that in person. Maybe not so much. Long nights. But Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Hell in a Cell. I think this is going to be awesome. I think it'll be good. Uh, These two people will also be in my match of the pod. And I don't think that this match will even come close to rivaling the match of the pod. And that was just a regular old match. I don't think either one of them has really brought their A-game to the ring in a long time. You referenced the match with Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks. I think that was more... It was awesome. It, it, was, it was great. It was a great, it was a great match. But I think Ronda Rousey is just a world-class talent. I haven't really seen Sasha Banks really bring it. Becky Lynch has been really hit or miss and I've I, I still like her character. It's going yeah. downhill a little bit. I think we're on but, a, but I think she's on the up. She's on the up. I think it's due to Sasha Banks. Yeah. The, this storyline has reinvigorated it, but the, their last match wasn't great either. I like their last match. I'm a big fan of both of these women. I think Sasha Banks takes the title. I want it to happen even though I really do like Do you do think like that's going to happen heading into Fox? Oh yeah. I think Sasha Banks is win this title regardless. I think it's time for Becky Lynch to get back on the hunt. I think that could really help her. I think, and yeah, I think Sasha enough. Banks could be somebody good. And I wouldn't even mind. I actually wouldn't. I would be not happy. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at all if Lynch retains. I just think how poorly WWE does their story sometimes. That if Sasha Banks loses again, like I think she loses a little bit of her steam, which is unfortunate. And not that the title needs to be the only reason. Like we just need more people. Actually, like even if you lose, like spin them into something else. Like actually, Natalia and Lacey Evans have had this nice little like downer feud that no like mid-card feud which has actually been kind of fun to watch like Lacey Evans is putting everybody and their mother in the sharp poorly executed sharpshooter but it's kind of like interesting and that's all just playing out on TV where this it's like I only see them like looking at Sasha Banks put her in the title picture if she loses this I don't know what we're gonna do so, so the redhead lady is gonna go to the blue brand then and the blue hair lady is gonna go to the red no, brand they could both stay well, isn't the woman's belt right or something? I forget. Yeah, I but, forget they, but technically, if Becky Lynch loses, it doesn't I'm mean just, she's going... I'm just bullshitting. But who knows? I think they need to get rid of the Raw and SmackDown labeling to these titles, too. That's another thing that I, I actually... just unify them all. But even if they don't unify, it just be like the WWE Women's Championship and the WWE Universal Women's Championship. Like That's a mouthful. It is, but like enough of the smack. Like titles shouldn't be after the show. It's like AEW, I don't think they're going to make the, AE, the Dynamite Women's Championship. No. It's it's just weird. Anyways, so then uh, in the main event, Bill, we're already there. We might have skipped a few matches. Bum, 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 it's really weird, actually, that there's only three matches on this card as we speak. They're gonna they're add gonna like add a million on, on fucking Friday. I, I feel like I, or they're like if and that, that was an exaggeration, but they'll probably add eight matches. Yeah, it's it'll be an eleven match. Card. I feel like this is just gonna be a raw. I think Hell in Cell is gonna be like an extended. Rusev raw. will probably face Bobby Lashley. You'll see that play out. Oh, on I Friday really night. That, yeah. No, I don't think they'll there's, do it. There's no way they don't follow that up after all the reaction they got. There's ooh, no way. Ooh, there's so many things they're cramming into that. It's a two hour show. They're gonna get it. I don't think they're, they're gonna do it. I don't yep. think you're gonna see Fiend, I don't think you're gonna see this story either. Maybe like a package. I would be show. shocked if you don't see the Fiend, and I would be almost as shocked if you don't see them too. I think the reason they're not gonna show it is because it was on USA and I don't think Fox will play the game that USA is playing. Like being like, hey, this is coming up on Fox. Anyways, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, Championship Hell in a Cell. What's gonna happen here? I'm actually very intrigued. This, I have no idea. Like, I'm going to make a pick, of course, but this is actually so intriguing to I me. think Bray Wyatt 
has to win and look strong. There's no other way. I know it's weird, but I don't want him with the belt. I have no interest in him having that championship. I don't really. Either, I almost wish it was a non-title. Booked, they booked him into this. I kind like that was the thing that they at least referenced. And I'm glad they referenced it. That if Seth Rollins lost that match to Rusev, it would be a non-title match. That was cool. I was at least thank God they're at least making it logical. So I, was, I, kept, I kept being like, why do they keep having title matches for this guy when he's gonna be in a title match? But that they explained that away, and that's all you need. One line from the commentators. Done. Boom, done. Totally happy. But I still. Well, maybe they have a fucking surprise title match on Friday, and it's not about the title anyways. But Bray Wyatt has to win and look strong. Yeah. He has to. He's I built wanted... up so big right now, he I know. can't look bad. And where it's a three-match card, and you have to give your people more, I think you're getting him to win the title. I'm just... Him with the belt just seems so weird to me. I don't know if I like it, because then where does it go? It seems like he has to keep it for a long time. I did say, I tweeted this out too, if Brock Lesnar wins on Friday, beats Kofi. If Bray Wyatt beats Seth Rollins, Survivor Series for the past three years now have been all the champions face each other, you would get a Bray Wyatt-Brock Lesnar match. That couldn't happen. What do you mean it couldn't happen? You couldn't have Bray Wyatt face Brock Lesnar right now. That would need but to that's, be two years WrestleMania. But that's like what's going to happen. I know happen. that's what it's trending towards. Like last year we got Daniel but Bryan versus They're just going to not have that happen then. Oh, I don't know. WWE doesn't care about tradition. They throw it right out the window. I know, but... They stopped having Survivor Series matches altogether for years. Yeah, it was really weird. That was really weird. But, um... You've heard the stories on the Pritchard podcast oh, yeah, where it's like, uh, we drafted Benoit to where? Eh, just put him on Raw. Nobody cares. Yeah, put him on Raw this but, week. But we drafted him. That's fine. You can draft tag teams, yeah, right? No, you can't draft tag teams. But I'm going to draft a whole fucking faction. We can't draft tag teams, but you can draft yeah, we're factions. Sp- yeah, we're splitting up tag teams where factions are going. Yeah, it doesn't they, make they, sense. They don't give a fuck about rules. All right, so I'm going to take Bray Wyatt in this. I'm very uneasy. I'm I'm going to... My eyes are glued to this pay-per-view. I really hope it is three matches. I'm not kidding either. Like, I'd be how totally great- fine with that. Kicks off at seven with whatever pre-show, put in your whatever match that you want. And then literally you could do with these three matches. 90 minutes. Still be a, I was going to say even be like a two-hour plus. But you could have some seconds. Segments in there nope, if you want. 90 minutes. It would yeah. be awesome. And even if you bought a ticket to that event, you can't be mad. No, I wouldn't throw be mad Ricochet at all. I'd out be there, so throw happy. all the guys you'd want to see, even AJ Styles, maybe Ricochet versus AJ Styles in the pre show. Intercontinental Battle Royal Contenders match. Perfect. Do Who's it the up. Intercontinental Champion, Bill? Uh, give me a second. Shinsuke Nakamura. You're right. Good, good. This time you got it. All right. Uh, don't forget to, before we get to our match of the pod, um, subscribe to the show. Appreciate all the support we always get. You can follow Billy on Twitter at BillyD2411. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on Podomatic. We are on Stitcher. And of course, we're on iTunes. Leave us a review. Much appreciate that. Now, our match of the pod, Bill, you teased yours. It is going to be... Jesus Christ. It is going to be uh, Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch at NXT TakeOver Unstoppable. This is kind of the match that put Becky Lynch on the map. It's the match they cheered for afterwards. It was just a great in-ring work from the start to finish. Great chance going back and forth. This was the days of Sasha's ratchet. No, she's not. And at one point they had a great, you know, this is wrestling chant going on. This is awesome. It starts off a little bit clunky. They do the pinning combos where they're bridging up, bridging out, bridging out, bridging out. But they have a long submission battle. But it's done well. It's enthralling. I watched it on the train. It's like 17 minutes. It is a great... 15 minutes, 33 seconds by technical term. Well, with the intros and all that stuff. But it's a great 
physical women's match. And the thing is that also we were talking earlier about Kevin Owens and this was the this one was he the time won. It was unbelievable. Yeah, when he just killed Sami Zayn and this is also Look at the this debut card. of Samoa Joe. So Look at this unstoppable. Card. You had the mechanics which they were known at the time now known as the Revival Dash and Dawson versus the Vod uh, villains. You have we good Finn Balor versus Tyler Breeze. Te- right now, if you hear that, you'd be like, what? That's terrible. Could happen now. They're was, both in NXT. Yeah, it could happen. But that match at the time, like both, both what of those year guys. What year this? Said it'd be 2016, right? No, I'm going to say 2015. This is 2015. You're right. May 2015. So then you had. And that could happen now, four yep, years later. Finn Balor versus Tyler Breeze in the number one contenders match. You have mm-hmm. Bailey and Charlotte versus Dana Brooke and Emma. That used to be a thing. You have Baron Corbin versus Rhino. Baron Corbin, when he was doing the... Well, this was probably right after he stopped doing the, the, quick the match, counting yes. matches. This is when he became a heel. Yeah. Uh, Blake and Murphy versus, as they were known then, as Colin Cassidy and Enzo Amore. You have Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, and Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. And at the end, you get Samoa Joe's debut. What, what a freaking a studded night. card. What a card. You know what's funny? <laughs> quick aside. At my work, somebody went... Uh, uh, what is it? Realest guys in the room. Yeah, they went bada boom. Realest guys in the room, and I went, "How you doing?" And they were like, "How do you know that?" And I was like, "How do you know that?" Apparently, I guess they do it on one of the uh, barstool podcasts. Oh, they took it. Yeah, I think it's the Carabas one. Oh, so they they did it, and I was they were just like, "How do you know that?" I was like, "How the fuck do you know that?" Like, you don't watch wrestling. They First like, of all, if it's a barstool thing, why would they even ask? Wouldn't they just be like, "Oh, you listen to that too?" Why would they go, "How do you know that?" Well, because I told them I don't listen to that podcast. Oh, not, not out of any like hate. I just, no, no, no. Just I just don't can't hear it all. I just don't like sports podcasts. Really? I don't listen to any. I would never listen to any. Hmm. Interesting. I listen to some, but not often. It's no offense to sports podcasting no. or sports. I don't listen to sports radio anymore. I'd be offended in a couple of months ago. Not anymore. Yeah. Do you do you? Yeah. I still listen. I, I, I listen occasionally. I just I prefer to put on an episode of Dork and listen to Keith there. There you go. <laughs> All right. So for me, it's going to be Sasha versus Charlotte. It's the first ever women's money. In, I'm sorry, money. In, women's Hell in a Cell match in Boston. We were there. It was the first time women ever main evented. It was, a, I, you know, being there, it was a tough watch a little bit. Watch it back. What's Excellent. the first time the women ever main evented? First time ever in the history of a pay-per-view women main evented. Historic. We were there. Something I'll never forget just for that reason. Super cool to be a part of that. Weird build in the beginning where like they made like Sasha died. Then the match got really, really good. The that was end... probably one of the only bad Roman Reigns matches I can remember to that night. Rusev, right? Yeah. I don't think it was bad. It wasn't great. It was also in Hell in a Cell, right? Yeah. And then Seth Rollins faced... Kevin Owens or Jericho, but that was during that like time. Yeah. Anyways, but this match was like one of those ones. Go back and watch. Skip over the whole Sasha injury angle. If you watch once they're in the ring and they're fighting, yeah, awesome. It started weirdly. It should have yeah. ended on the top of the cage as yeah. opposed to starting. But once it went, it, it went. did balls to the wall until the very they didn't break a table. Those things happen sometimes. Just like the women's main event. A lot of good action was, though, if you know what I mean. During that, good action. Sasha looked really good during that. It's serious. I'm just saying. She did. She looked great. Good. Good. She probably toned up. Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. A little cheeky. There yeah. was a lot of cheeky action. I believe that's the event where literally I think Charlotte pulled her her garments like up her yeah. butt. Like very far. Anyways, so you have um, like the women's main event at WrestleMania 35. If you go back and watch, forget it that you took seven hours to get there. Forget about the very end having that botchy finish. It's actually a really, really good action and like good match. It's just where it's placed and how everything went down. But this match, again, really worth your time. It was from Hell in a Cell 2016. That's it, Bill. We're wrapping it up. This Sunday, the actual Hell in a Cell, we'll review probably seven more matches that we didn't talk about here. 
Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens goes down on Friday Night SmackDown. We'll talk about that on Sunday. And then next week, me and Bill are going to draft out Raw and SmackDown. I would suggest we switch up and do something slightly different. No, I, I don't care if any somebody else did it. No, We're I do know it somebody else We're going to do it, it better. I, I was going to add a little something to it. You want to talk about it off air? You want to talk about it right now? Talk it off with air. The people. Talk it off air. Well, now I feel like it's a fight. No, it's not a fight. We, we talk in front of family. No, no, no. You want to uh, do like, a little something different? Something slightly different. Next week, we'll do something slightly different. Who, what will it be? I don't know. We'll probably tell you on Sunday. So we got Hell in a Cell. Again, what a night for wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, this is incredible. AEW, NXT. It's in the books. It's history. We will catch you all next week. Don't forget, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Is there anywhere else that's important? Google Porn Play. Hub. Porn Hub. You porn. You porn. X2. XXX2. And Triple X2. Simpson stuff. <laughs> Wherever, you know. Anyway, so, um, by the way, the end of that skit is so funny. Where he's just <laughs> flipping you, off the you pieces of shit. <laughs> we'll catch you all next week. Check him again at Billy D 2411 I'm at Jason D. Rossi. Thank you guys so much for listening. Frank says hi.